Let's you need fight. to stop singing uh, no, or else you're just gonna break my eardrums. Do you just have this memorized? I li- I watch so much of this. You need to calm yourself. Get get your dirty right, gang signs away from me. Fine. Hello, welcome to the Marky Podcast. What a what a switch in sound. Uh, if you haven't noticed from our hectic opening, today's podcast will it's be about, about Beyblades. A toy we all know, we all love. Unless you were born after 2010. In, in, which, which, in which case, you know the wrong Beyblades. And you know also, the- in which case, we will not be talking to you, ever. Yes. Uh, but they're, they're actually our main demographic, Eric. So. Never mind, I apologize. We're talking directly to you. No. Yes. Uh, we're, we're talking... Uh, we're, actually, you know what? If you guys don't know what it's about, we're trying to inform you about the majesty that was Beyblades. Now, we're not talking about the recent Beyblades, okay? The recent Beyblades that have come out... Are garbage. Are, yeah, no offense to Hasbro or whoever's making them right now, but they're garbage. I recall a day, such a such a long time ago, where I would wake up in the mornings at the unholy hour of six o'clock in the mornings on Saturdays, so that I could watch the Japanese film adaptation of Beyblade. Now we're not talking about the newer Beyblades. We're talking about three seasons of a Beyblade TV show each entitled differently. One entitled Beyblade Metal Fusion, the next Metal Masters, and the last Metal Fury. Yeah. Fusion arguably being the best, Metal Masters being the second, and Metal Fury being the last and slightly worse. Mm-hmm. But all so good. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you can't even, you can't even. So, I think it's only fair that we jump right into it. Um, however, just, just for those who even don't know and they just clicked on this podcast because they want to be entertained, uh, thank you for clicking. Um, you might be a little confused about this episode. Beyblades were a Japanese toy. Uh, basically, they look like a, a customizable spinning top. Is there bread in your computer charger? Yeah, there might well be. Um, <laughs> Beyblade was a Japanese yeah. spinning top toy that you could customize. You could Because there was like four or five parts. You could take it you apart could, and you could take mix it apart, and match. Mix and match and create... Whatever, Beyblades, whatever, right? And you, and then 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 you launch your Beyblades into a into a arena, and you, they'd fight. And by yeah. fight, I mean lightly tap each other until one ran out of speed. Yeah. In that regard, there was also a TV show based around them, in which they could do spectacular feats. Wait, were the toys based around the the TV show or the TV show based around the toys? I'm pretty sure the TV show was based around the toys, but actually, you know what? You might be right. The TV show might have been based. Or the show, toys might have been based around the TV show. You might be right. Yeah. Um, Eric, how many Beyblades would you have if you had to guess? If you had to wager? A lot. Too many to be... Like, Too many to count. Because I remember I spent... Well, I... What I thought was a lot of money, which was probably like $10. But that's a lot of money for like a five-year-old who has no other allowance to get. In that sense, um, we can talk about... We're probably going to talk about more about the TV show than the toy. Yeah. Um, well, what was your first Beyblade? Do you, do you recall? I recall my first one being um, Hades Kerbex. It was like the, the gold one. I, I, it'll bring back so many memories. Hades Kerbex. Because it belonged to the really stupid guy. Yeah. Hold on. That one there. What? A, I mean, looking at that, it just brings back A, brings back memories, and B, how could you not think that's kind of a, that's a cool toy? Bro, I remember when I got. So, you know how like you had the launchers and like the little tiny ones? That you yeah. Remember when I got for Christmas, I got one of the the, 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 the big boy ones that had the yeah. handle? 
Yeah, and you thought you were, like, the coolest person alive. Yeah. What was your first one, though? What was the first? I don't know. I can't remember. I do remember getting that one, the one that's, like, the clock. Twist, twisted Tempo. Yeah, and then it had, like, the hammers that came out. We're like, Yep, so that was it. yep, facts, facts. Did you have any of these original ones, Eric? I had I had Lynx. I had... Uh, I had Lynx as well. I had Jupiter. I believe I had that one, Varieris. A lot of them were named after uh, uh, Greek and Roman legends, so... Um, I had Pegasus. I had Astro Pegasus. I had Lynx. I have Varieris. Quite, quite a few. These are just some. Of I the think others. I had that one. Leon. Yeah. That one belonged to like the cool guy of the group. Remember? The cool one, yeah. But I mean, how can you not think? These are when toys look cool, you know. Yeah. Like these are back when you not know, when when you had Lego Ninjago and they actually look cool. Yeah, not with the shotguns. Or but the, in that sense, else? we're gonna go right into the to the Metal Fusion. It's the first season, and the, and all the seasons basically follow a, a singular child. I don't know how old he is. It's kind of unspecified. Yeah. But his name is Jinka Hagane. Okay? He's a Beyblader, uh, and he's basically the bad guys are always uh, this, this group called Dark Nebula. Um, really generic names, but very cool, and I thought they were scary. Well, it's uh, also anime. So. Yeah. Jinka uh, has a, a Beyblade called Pegasus that uh-huh. is, like, destined to be great or whatever, and his enemy is a legendary... Beyblade name known as El Drago. Yeah. Uh, throughout the course of Metal Fusion, he essentially finds friends and um, and competes in tournaments. There's like a huge tournament, and the tournament is to see who fights El Drago. So he has to win the tournament to even have a chance at fighting El Drago. Yeah. Uh, El Drago is known uh, ha- is owned by a guy named Ryuga. I dressed up as Ryuga for Halloween. Did you know? And I, no one got it, of course, but it was a pretty dang good costume, in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, no one got it. Um, there's, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff going on in Metal Fusion, and it's just such a classic season because it's, it's kind of, I would allude, it, I would, I would uh, compare it to the first season of Ben Ten, where they're, uh, where they're riding around in the RV, and it's just kind of an Adventure Time type yeah. thing. Um, but I think my favorite scene in, in, in Metal Fusion is a three-part episode series uh, where they go into the island, remember? It's kind of a Lord of the Flies situation. Basically, it's a, it's part of the competition. Basically, they drop them out of a plane, and they land in an island, and they have the battle on the island until one person's left. Okay. And it's such a classic three-part series because it's like every character you come to know is on this island just in different regards, and you just learn about them, basically. Um, I think... What? I think... I think the kid wins. Remember Libra? The kid who owns Libra? Yeah. He wins in like an upset. But it's just such a good, it's such a good plot because it's, cause it's just a fun time to go The on. only one I remember is when he meets his dad and then his dad just wrecks him. His dad beats him with yeah. his baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had the dads. It's a super good baby. Yeah. Too. I'm not, not to be too nerdy, but it's a super good baby. It's, it's epic. Yes. Actually, it, well, it's, it's, it's found out then all of a sudden. So someone starts coming through the ranks and his name is um, Phoenix. Yeah, and he, and he and he's beating everybody in the ranks, and so Jink is like, "Who is this? Who is this?" And it's later revealed that uh, spoiler it's his alert, dad. It's his own dad. Yeah, what a plot twist! Um, it's like, Dad, you uh, came back. Anyway, in any case, uh, they come to the quarterfinals, and I'm only going to the quarterfinals just because there's this really great other great scene in it where he fights uh, a guy called Serpent. Um, well, not the guy isn't called Serpent, but his Beyblade is called Serpent, and it, and in the quarterfinals before the semifinals, the guy who owns Serpent, who is a bad guy. Basically, just annihilated Jinka's best friend. He destroyed his Beyblade so bad, it's dead. 
Right. So this is this is really bad, and he feeds yeah. off of like fear or whatever. Um, in any case, Jinka faces off against the guy who owns Serpent, wins, and goes to fight Ryuga and El Drago. Yeah. They get to the top of this uh, building. Remember, they get yeah. to the top of a I building do remember that, and yeah. they're battling or whatever, and that's a big, big, big deal. And they finally he beats him, beats him. And Ry- Ryuga, who we learn has had, like, this weird energy in him, like, dark energy, is finally freed because he's got beat. Mm. So he, so that's that's kind of interesting, right? That concludes Metal Fusion. There's another scene. Into Metal Masters, Ryuga's dad and a, a girl who was a competitor from the first season, they join up and they create the WBBA, the World Beyblade Association. Why I know that, I don't know. I'm not reading all of anything right now. I'm just looking directly into Eric's face and spouting my lore of Beyblade. Yeah, it's horrifying. They create the WBBA. And in doing so, start the World Beyblade Championships. Yeah. Where they have to create teams um, for your country and you fight for your country. Okay. Now, naturally, um, this being a Japanese show, Jinka and his buddies are all representing Japan. So... That's interesting, right? There's uh, uh, <laughs> a bunch of fat Americans. No, remember the Americans are the mean ones. Oh yeah, that's right. So that's a little interesting side topic. Apparently, too. we're the bad guys. But 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 before before we go into that, um, this is where I started to watch. Um, this is where I started to watch Beyblade. I think I think so I started Metal Masters. Yeah. And then I you know I rewatched Metal Fusion on Netflix when it was on Netflix. Um, I remember it was on Netflix. I binge watched it like three times. Cause it's so good. It's just that it's just that amazing. But the Metal Masters was nice because they they competed against all new people and it was a really fun yeah. thing to see them all going through these adventures. And it's a really good way to structure an episode where you they go country to country to country to country. Yeah. So it's a good way to structure an episode too. Um, uh, then, so it's inevitably as it, inevitably as this is happening, we're following a side plot where Ryuga, now freed from this dark energy, is trying to really control El Drago and figure it out because yeah. something you know he has to finally understand it. Uh, also, on the side of that, uh, it comes out one of uh, Jinka's friends. He has had a childhood friend, right? And that childhood friend is being raised in like this government testing area. To have the most strong Beyblade that's ever been made. Yeah. Um, and they continue to rise up the ranks, rise up the ranks, rise up the ranks, while they're conditioning the friend, right? They're, they're creating this this monster. Yeah, they're just creating this, this thing. They're doing this through a program, <laughs> if you recall, Eric. I don't know how I know all this, because I, I, it's just all kind of coming back, and it's almost therapeutic in a way. Um, they're doing this through this program, where essentially it's like 10 steps, and no one's ever gotten past like the fifth step, except for this kid. The remaining three of that only gotten to level five, aren't part of the American team. Essentially, okay. they 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 make up the three members of the American team. They're really strong ones, right? And they've only made it to like the fifth level. The one one of them being the blue. Oh, that means we are now on no. borrowed time. Wait, no, no we'll what be fine. Time is we'll it? Be we fine. still have half an hour. We'll be before fine. Before we get interrogated. Sorry about that. Uh, if that if that. Uh, was bad for anyone's hearing who was using earphones. Um, basically, the 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 bad the big bad has Hades Kerbex, a Beyblade that I have. I think his name was Damien. Okay, he had blue hair, and he was a whining little. I remember him. He was a little whining little turd, but he was also very scary. 
and he had pointed teeth occasionally be- when they wanted him to be scary. Mm-hmm. But Hades Kerbex was him, and it could take you to the literal gates of Hades. Yeah, it just that you. that was how powerful these Beyblades were. In any case, they get to the finals. Ryuga shows up because one of their members gets hurt. So Ryuga shows up and he beats one of their other members. Yeah. It's a big deal. Um, uh, and then finally Jenga goes up and goes to face off against Damien, okay? Yeah. And they face off against Damien and there's this crazy battle and, and, and Jenga looks like he might die. He's in, you know, the pits of Hades and they're holding him there. And then he breaks free and his Pegasus Beyblade just breaks through everything and it's a, it's a big deal and he wins. And one would think that was the end of the, ep- or the, end of the season, right? Wrong. <coughs> we still haven't resolved the idea of his friend, right? Uh-huh. And his friend has the blade, Beyblade that you had, Twisted Tempo, which yeah. is supposed to be the strongest one and it will never stop spinning. Yeah. Right? In that, in that respect, they go to this city which proceeds to take off the ground. It's a hovering city. Why? Do you recall this? I think so. And they proceed to try to fight him. And they finally do it through the power of teamwork. Yay! I don't know how that would go through, like, Jason Bourne levels of no. of government training. Yeah. We know you. You, come on. His name was Faust. We ended up naming our elf on the shelf Faust after that. So that's where, how you can tell. We've named a lot of things after the stupid childhood obsessions that well, I had. Here's my question: Where do you get? How does one obtain a Beyblade? Do you just go to the store and you're like, oh, nowadays? this one just drag? No, not nowadays. Oh, like, then. In this year, like, oh, this one can drag people to the pits of hell. Shopkeeper, I'll take this one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, I would say for the normies, uh, in this series who didn't have all powerful Beyblades. I would say they just create theirs like we did. Mm-hmm. But I would say, A, remember, if, if you recall, Pegasus apparently came from a comet. Oh, okay. Remember, it, like, landed in, like, yeah. a comet, and it was, like, became Drag- Drago and Pegasus, mm-hmm. the two polar opposites. Uh, I remember Hades and and everyone from the American team, uh, theirs were, like, government-tested. Like, it created oh, purpose yeah. for them. So I think that was why theirs were all powerful. I don't know how they got their powers, though. Uh, so they finally, they save him through the power of teamwork. They kill the big bad guy. They beat the capitalist Americans. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and that's, it looks to be the end of the episode, or the end of the season. Where could it go from there, you might ask? Well, there's a new guy in town, okay? And if I, I I'm gonna read off the, the, the basic plot line of the entire thing. Oh, I guess I can't. Damn. Um, the basic plot of the entire thing is Beyblades can now become ultra-powerful if you're worthy enough, shall we say, right? And I think there's only 12 that can be worthy enough. So the first 12 seasons, or first 12 episodes, comprise of them trying to become, like, find the thing that makes them all-powerful. So we have Lynx. This guy gets, like, all-powerful Lynx. Uh, Anubius, El Drago, Pegasus, uh, Libra, uh, uh, the Crimson Flash... Like, all sorts of, of Beyblades are now gaining all-powerful. Leon, remember? Yeah. So they're all becoming all-powerful. And as they realize they're doing this across the globe on this other side, there's this guy, and he has this really bad Beyblade. I think, was it, wasn't it called Quetzalcoatl? Remember the big purple one that I had? Yeah. That could just annihilate anyone? And, yeah. Yeah, because it was just rid- ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this big bad guy who has a different Beyblade that's, like, all-powerful, like, really dark. Like, he's going to destroy the world dark, right? Okay. 
because we've gotten really dark into the into the new Beyblades. But they're all teaming up. Uh, they go into a couple tournaments, you know, yada, 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 yada. Kronos uh, is a bad guy in it. Um, it's kind of it, it's kind of a remake of Metal Masters in the regards that they're they're doing a world championship again. Yeah. But there's always this kind of like dark shroud. It doesn't feel the same. They're, they go to China for a, for a one, and then the China in Metal Masters, it was sunny and super like happy and like festival like mm-hmm. type thing. And now in Metal Fury, there's like a cloud over them, and it's gray and it's creepy. I think this entire season is just a little creepier than everything. It's, it's like it's like they're going through that world tournament, but there's more there are more stakes. Yeah, but like we don't know that yet. Oh, yeah. So it's just kind of like an overarching feeling of darkness, which is even creepier than I would think. They go to this temple uh, where they meet Dynamis, uh, who they have to beat, and they they do beat him. And they're like slowly going through this temple, right? But through the temple, uh, I believe Ryuga dies, and Ryuga and this kid named Kenta, who had Libra, can like strike up a connection. Mm-hmm. And so when Ka- Ryuga dies, he gives like his life force to Kenta, who then overpowers his yeah. Beyblade. So now he's passed on the energy. Uh, oh, it's Nemesis. That was what it was called. Remember Nemesis? I do remember that one. Okay. So, basically, then all of a sudden they realize not only are there 12 overpowered Beyblades, there's four season Beyblades representing fall, spring, winter, and summer. Yeah. Which are even more powerful than them. There's just, like, tiers of Beybladers at this oh, point. Oh, okay. And the tiers end up being, you know, like, Jinka and the one guy who's, like, a newbie as his winter, yada, 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 based kind of on the constellations a little clever tidbit that they threw in there oh. uh but they go to they go to oh, the original named baster island <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a great name what a name they come up with island. um where they face off against a bunch of people they face off against orion and orion basically beats pegasus for the first time ever and people are like well wait a minute if orion can beat pegasus like how is he gonna beat nemesis well hold on they go to fight nemesis in what is a lot of episodes man there's so many episodes in this season but it's to the final battleground and they go to the final battleground diablo nemesis destroys them right yeah it starts to destroy the world um and they realize they have to team up so basically it's called a ray of hope they all team up and they break through and they crush diablo nemesis and save the world from this crazy storm yeah Basically. Okay. Beyblade was a weird show. <laughs> yeah, very, very. Um, now that I look back at it, I'm like... Mm. What did we watch? Why was this entertaining? And and me pitching it's even weirder than them actually executing yeah. what I pitched. Because a lot of it's even weirder in the actuality. Um, but, honestly, it was a great show, in my opinion. I think it, it played an integral role in my childhood. I think if I had to name the th- top three choice toys of my childhood... It would go Legos, Beyblades, and I mean, honestly, there's not much else. Maybe Pokemon, but not much. What would you say? Would you say Beyblade played a top three role in your toys? When I was younger, yeah. yeah. Beyblade, Lego, and then model lightsabers. Model lightsabers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of Star Wars action figures. That's what I'm getting for my birthday. I'm getting one of those big boy nerd lightsabers that are made out of, like, metal. <laughs> The handle's, like, made out of metal. You gotta bring that in, Eric. That's, I'm gonna that's, bring that's that in. That's too perfect. That's... I found these really expensive ones, but they looked exactly like actual model lightsabers from, like, different characters from movies. They were epic. Are we nerds? We are very much so nerds. I just sat back and I said, I just spent over 20 minutes talking about Beyblades. <laughs> and now, and now we pivoted over to realistic lightsaber purchasing. 
and I'm just slowly contemplating my life. What? Slowly what? Descending oh, in the what, anarchy. What choices have I made that have gotten me to this point in my life where what? I am discussing on a podcast, listened to in over 25 countries, available on over 10 platforms, that, I, that I am talking about the lore of Beyblades, the possibility of purchasing a realistic display lightsaber, <laughs> and the likes. I'm glad people listen to this because otherwise it'd be super sad. Thank you to all you 55,000 at this point, 55,000 listeners. Uh, you guys mean the world to us. Thank you for putting up with me pitching the I, the pitching the the show. Yeah, Beyblade I just sort of you. sat here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you for bearing with me, dude. It's 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 been a this this whole thing has been crazy. The fact that you guys almost therapeutic. It is. It's somewhat therapeutic. Just sort of revisit to, to, rel- to relive our childhood, basically. Yeah. Thank you guys for letting us do that. Thank you for listening to the Malarkey Podcast. We are available on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, RadioCast, Copy RSS, Podbean, Radio Public, or wherever <laughs> else, or wherever else podcasts are broadcasted. Guys, thank you so much for letting us be nerds and be rewarded for it. Thank you so much. We will see you next time.